Uh, so what am I doing again? So you could just find us here, here, and We've here. We've done this how many times? I was gonna <laughs> say, like, forget. You could, kinda like, you guys don't <laughs> have this down yet? To be fair, 17 <laughs> issues. I've only done it a third of the time. True. <laughs> Welcome to the Oblivion Song Podcast. This is a show where friends gather and talk all things Oblivion Song, a comic book by Robert Kirkman and Lorenzo De Felici. We are your hosts, TJ, Mike, and I'm Ryan. You can find us on Twitter, you can find us on Facebook, and you can email us if you want to be a part of the show over at the Oblivion Song Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, so here we are. We are on issue 17, episode 17. As always, what a coincidence. And you will notice that someone is missing. Where's Bill? It's going to be a great episode. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Bill. Aww. So we are here. Well, so first we'll, we'll talk about Bill. Bill is currently in Cape Cod with his uh, immediate family, with his extended family, um, having a, a good time trip. out out there. Um, and uh, for the first time we on the Oblivion Song podcast, we have our first guest and this is the first time, isn't this it? It's the first time. I'm honored to be here. Yeah. So uh, this is Mike. He's written into us a couple times, and he's going to be joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Oh, yeah. We are happy to have you. And this is this the first time we've actually... So we've had guests on the... Which, by the way, we are also the Invincible Podcast, if you want to check us out over there. Um, on the Invincible Podcast, we've had a lot of guests, and I don't know if we've ever done one... Have we ever done right one in like in room? person? Yeah, we Have like we? for example, Devin Barry was oh, in true. person. Oh, true. We went to um, Boston. Our and friend saw him. Rob was in person. Oh, you're right. Um, well, you're not that special, Mike. Oh, so. well. it's not that often though. It, it's, it's not really that not. often. I mean, this guy for Bill is a big job. There's so. these guys. Um, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> there were those guys. Uh, Robert Kirkman? No, no, not Kirkman. Ryan Otley though. Ryan Otley was in the same room as us. Yeah, that's true. For a second, I thought Kirkman was in the same room, but it wasn't. Mm. He was here in spirit. Um, so, yeah, uh, Mike, tell yes. us a little bit about how you you found Robert Kirkman's work. So, I have been reading comics for about 25 years, um, and during college... Uh, I would go to, I'm going to give a little plug to the House of Fantasy Comics and Games on yes. Pine Ave yeah, in Niagara, Niagara Falls. Falls. That was my local comic shop because uh, I went to school right near there. And Paul, the owner, um, you know, I would always go in and ask, hey, what is, uh, what's something new? What's something good? What's something that you're reading? And he pointed me to uh, Invincible first. I think I got in somewhere around the late 50s. In terms okay. Of issue. Did you you started with issue one though, right? I went back and started with issue one. Okay. But they were somewhere around the late fifties when I got in. I picked up the first two or three trades, and he actually said, I think you guys said it over on the other podcast that that first trade of Invincible is very slow. It's rough, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and he kind of pointed that out to me as well. So he made me buy the first two or three, and then I got into Walking Dead um, subsequently with that. 
so, so you went from Invincible to Walking Dead. I think, yeah, that's how it went. That's kind of rare. Normally yeah. it goes Walking Dead to, yep. in, to Invincible. Yep. So I went Invincible to Walking Dead and uh, picked up the trades at first and followed a lot of his work. When I saw Oblivion Song was starting, I gave it a try and I fell in love with the artwork and the story and uh, here I am. So that's kind of how I went into it. He put a very different spin on things that uh, I've been reading traditionally with like Marvel and DC and that for so many years where mm-hmm. Invincible kind of put the spin on that traditional uh, comic book superhero story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here I am. Yeah. Oblivion Song. Indeed. We are here. Um, how did you find us? That's a funny story. So, do we? Ta- do we? Have we talked about? We this? have. I love this story. But I, it's not I even think, anything like major. It's I just... think I was listening to the Obli- oh, the that's... Invincible uh, podcast, and one of you said <laughs> something about. I think we were talking about going to Toronto. Yes, yeah. you said something that made me think you were from the Buffalo area mm-hmm. in one of them. And I think it was Fan Expo. We were talking, or... I think we were talking about EGLX when we went up to meet Greg Miller. Oh, probably. And we, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it was because that was around the time that you got in touch with us. Okay, yeah. And so I shot uh, I shot Ryan a message on uh, over social media and said, hey, weird question, love the podcast, but are you guys from the Buffalo area? And then, so long story short, as we're talking, I find out you work right around the corner from where yeah. I live. You live only about 15 minutes from where I live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? Uh, so, yeah. That's crazy. Small, small world. And we'll have to talk after we record, but that happened about a week ago. Someone else hit me up on Twitter and lives um, probably about an hour away, a little less, and Who wants to get together sometime. I'll tell you. I'll tell you afterwards and stuff like that. Right. But cool. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a small. You guys are going to have to hold many conventions. One day. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Do that. Um, yeah. So I had a question for you, and I cannot remember what it was. Uh, give us your thoughts on Oblivion Song so far. Oblivion Song. What I'm liking about it is that. First of all, I thought it was originally just a story about Nate, and what I'm thinking it's starting to become is a story about Nate and Ed as brothers in that relationship because as soon as they kind of pulled away and Ed went back to oblivion and Nate stayed in uh, regular world, mm-hmm. I guess we'll call it, um, we're already seeing them even in this issue right now get pulled back together. Mm-hmm. So to me, we have this huge like cataclysmic thing that happened, this huge alien thing that happened, but what Robert Kirkman is doing is really telling is to telling me a story? story about two brothers interesting yeah. that's cool so right. whereas invincible was kind of like here's a father-son here's story. a father-son story so yeah. that's what i'm liking about it so mm. far it's playing on some like familiar tropes with uh like general ward and stuff like that and yeah, i have the comments about stuff, that yeah. later on but i have I, I i have some theories that i think i've discussed with utj about um the twists that I think are going to be coming and what the faceless men are up to. So, but what I like about it is that it's a story about brothers, just like you said, Ryan, it's, um, invincible was a story about a father and son. So awesome. So it's July. This is our Mm -hmm. July episode, which means San Diego comic-con. Yes. Uh, And in like a week and a half or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up. So, What are your guys' thoughts as far as Oblivion Song goes? Are we going to see anything about the movie? Are we going to see anything about uh, maybe some merchandise? I think that um, because the movie was just announced, I feel like that was their big 
announcement. And I remember shortly after the Invincible movie was announced for a while, I mean, even still kind of now, it was, oh yeah, well, we just announced it. It's being made, which means it's being written, which means mm -hmm. everything else is ways away. And so I don't think there's anything else. I just think it's going to be like, oh yeah, we're excited about that. Um, we've got, you know, you know, so-and-so working on writing maybe, and that's it. You know, I don't think we get anything more than that. Um, and I'm pretty sure Skybound has already revealed all their San Diego Comic-Con exclusives. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there's going to be anything else. And I don't think Oblivion Song was in that. So there's a I'm lot. I'm dying for Oblivion Books. Song action figures. Yeah. yeah. Just like they did for Saga and yeah, Walking they, Dead they and had all that. that. I just want things. I want, an ogre. I want things. I want an ogre clothes. Would be awesome. yeah. Ogre would be very I want cool. plushies. <laughs> Like seriously, yeah. I want like yeah, wouldn't it be awesome if all the mouths were ogre? I just want something to sleep with. No, but you know what I mean? Like cool little soft stuffed animal What's like it called? silver wing. Yeah, yeah. Of all the monsters, how cool would that be? Yeah. I think that'd be neat. That'd be cool. I definitely want action figures though. Yeah. So Robert I mean they've Kirkman, they've worked closely with, you know, McFarlane and all and you know, the invincible ones yep. and everything like that. Like I wouldn't be surprised. Like they did the die 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 ones, they revealed those that, that pretty cool super dinosaur one. Yeah, that's yeah. a San Diego Comic Con exclusive. I actually yeah. like the look of that. I feel like Die 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 got action figures by like issue three, so yeah, we yeah. need something. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping for for something, something just yeah. something. I I, I mean, uh, I mean that's always the hope is to get some kind of news about anything uh, Invincible or Oblivion song related. Mm -hmm. um, however, brings me to my next topic. Uh, I do think that San Diego, like the the Robert Kirkman portion of San Diego Comic Con, is mostly going to be about the ending of The Walking 100%, Dead. One hundred percent, absolutely. So, I think it's going to be like seventy five or more percent. Yeah. Walking Dead, which a lot of the time it is, mm -hmm. but even more even so. Even more now. so, yeah. Absolutely. For sure. So thoughts on the ending of Walking Dead? Not the ending of the so, story, but just in. We're general. not going to get into spoilers here per se. I mean, um, should we I'm just sure give anybody a listening warning? has read it. Yeah. But, uh, I have not read it. Oh, <laughs> oh, so never mind. So no spoilers. I have not read the ending. Um, uh, me we, and Bill are both trying to catch up. We're like, yeah, so uh, two, the, like what two uh, trade paperbacks is, behind. The goal is to have um, TJ and Bill caught up before the next issue episode of the Invincible podcast. Okay. So Invincible podcast. I will watch it. Episode seventy five. We're gonna talk about The Walking Dead. That's the plan. So I'm gonna keep reminding Bill and TJ. Um, but no spoilers. Um, I'm very happy with it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things, TJ. You know that we've all all three of us that rec you know record this podcast have been off and on with Walking Dead, and you know, we we'd go through gaps where we won't read for several issues, and then pick it back up, and then and then take a break, and then pick it back up. And I a never... year or so ago, I realized that that was my preferred way of reading it yes. in chunks. Yes. You know, I, I was doing it intentionally, like I wanted. To, I was too. Yeah. That's why I yeah stopped. So. Funny, funnily enough, about three months ago, I decided, oh, now's a good time to catch up. I mm. caught up. So I've been with this for the last three months, and it's been a, a wild ride and a ton of fun, and I was really happy with what happened. And I have a lot of these similar feelings as I did regarding Invincible. So I feel like we haven't, or maybe me, maybe I haven't been up and down uh, with Walking Dead, like, like you said, I have been with the show, not yeah. so much as I meant up more and down. As I meant, out of the show. Yeah, more I meant more as a property. Yeah, with the show, didn't yeah. don't really care for it, but but yeah, um, I can I continuously love the comic. Um, obviously, I like the earlier stuff a little more, but mm -hmm. I don't think it ever really like fell off. I think the comic uh, has been consistently good. 
So I think it's very I'm similar to, to where that. Invincible has lulls, though. It yeah, oh yeah, has for sure. Those. And for so sure. when I say downs, I mean like we yeah. just happen to stop reading. I don't mean down is in a, you know, pejorative or a negative. You know, what I mean all like the it's best not... things have lulls yeah. like that. I mean like yeah. Game of Thrones has. You uh, were you satisfied I, with the ending? I've been reading it issue by issue on a monthly basis for. 10 11 years mm -hmm. so the last couple years to me have been a kind of a big lull yeah. in terms okay. of the story and i think how ryan got to read it as one big chunk yeah we were talking about that is probably a better experience than what i experienced with it because so many new characters were introduced so, like that it just became overwhelming to keep track of it on a month by month basis yeah. over years and i love Cliff Rathburn's art and everything like that, but especially month to month, it doesn't lend itself too well for distinguishing characters' no, faces. No, it did no. not. You know, I mean, and, and that's that, again, what I was kind of getting away art. from is there's there's so many characters. There's, there's yeah, so I don't I don't care yeah. about you. And I think I don't know who I'm reading. It, it 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 came together. It came together. Yeah, pretty I'm happy it's over. I'm satisfied with the ending. Uh, but I, I like that they kind of did it by surprise. Yeah. As much oh, as that's they could. brilliant! Brilliant! Yes. So cool. Hmm. Now yeah. my hopes are up, all so, the way up. I mean, it's not that cool. <laughs> no, I'm just no, kidding. I, I, I don't care. I'm just, like, if, I, if I know Robert Kirkman's writing, like I loved no, you, loved the ending of Invincible. It's it's, it's Kirkman. So, like it's Kirkman. Yes. Like, yeah. But also, like Mike just said, the last year and a half, two years have been a little bit of a lull in the story. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's you know, but it ended. I can very imagine ma that making the ending even stronger. Yeah, is a lull. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what are we doing? What are we watching? What are we playing? What are we reading? Oh, man. I just finished about an hour ago Stranger Things Season 3. Did uh, you finish it? Uh, are you yeah. watching it? Yeah. My wife and I are. She's probably watching it right now. Oh. So, you haven't finished. But I have not finished it. and That's uh, good. No spoilers. I'm not loving it. Really? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, no. I still like the characters. I think it's okay. No, I think but I mean, like, did you oh, finish I, it? I finished it, yeah. Okay. I finished it. Um, how, so about most, how far are you? I think episode five. Okay, so you're a decent way. Yeah, five out of eight. eight. Again, yeah. what I'm going to say is not a spoiler. Um, I think it's a very strong season. I actually liked it a lot. It got better towards the end. But I actually, halfway through this, this season, and it didn't really get better, uh, I was sick of Hopper. I think it's a terrible character. They That's what I was going to say. Character, did they get different writers for season three? Because no, I said to my still, wife, I'm like, him. he's a doofus. No, he's awful. He was, he was my three. favorite character yeah. in one he and two. So he's my least favorite. Yeah. Because literally, like, it, I noticed that yeah, everything he says, like, it he's starts out real sarcastic. He's an asshole. And, and, then he, he, and he's he'll, not redeemable he'll, at all. He'll be really sarcastic in everything that he says. And then by the end of the, the sentence, he's just screaming. He yeah. like beats everything everyone he up, says. Like, he beats everyone yes. up. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it's the whole season. And I get, like, that's his character, but it was it, it was too it, constant. It was too much. It was too much. Yeah, he, so that was the low point of this season. Otherwise, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I mean the I aesthetic okay. of this show. I just love the, the whole aesthetic of the show. Yeah. It's so cool. I hate that it's only eight episodes. The whole season felt like a filler episode. I feel like it I, went... That's a good way to describe it. I feel like the plot is not all it's that lacking. Thick. There's no like, what's, and it's where's more the just threat? us watching hijinks between the kids. It's and funny. They paired I, up the characters. It's funny the way what? that they've worked well in the maybe past. We'll, exactly. Maybe, maybe we'll talk afterwards. But I actually disagree with that. I actually okay. think that this uh, that. If I asked you to go over the plot of season one or two, and maybe because three is just fresh because we just watched it, but it feels 
I like this plot. I like I'm not the done plot with this it. one. Yeah, and so. I think the way they paired up characters makes more sense. There's a lot more of them. Like it, I think it needed to happen, and I thought it was strong. I don't know. Hmm. So we'll see. Well, that was alright. Are you guys watching Legion? No. Mm-mm. Okay. That's I'm one of those shows that I keep hearing about. Love though. with that show. Yeah. yeah. And it's on its third and final season. You guys know it's uh, David Haller, mm-hmm. Professor X's son. So yeah. this is not a spoiler, but this past week's episode, this is not a spoiler because like, it was all is, over the this advertising. Is not necessarily any um, continuity, right? There's it's, no it's, continuity. It's its own, it's its own thing. So, but we finally uh, get the introduction of Professor X. Oh, really? Yep. Nice. And it was done, I think, very well. Yeah. Uh, the show is just. An absolute mind trick. In yeah, terms that's what of I thought. It was, I thought it was tied into the movie. Is this no, not? it's not. I thought it was. I've yeah. seen things online where people have attempted to tie it into the movies, but okay. it's isn't not it, like all of a sudden Hugh Jackman walks yeah, into the it's, room. Isn't gotcha. it tied in the same way like Runaways or even like Cloak and Dagger or like even the Netflix shows are tied in? Like they're I, they're I they're not really. But I mean, we, I, we see Professor X in this past week's episode. Yeah. He's and there, not, yeah. and it's not. Yeah, uh, yeah. What's his name from the new? And movies. that's good. I'm glad yeah. that they're it's telling its their own, own thing. story. It's yeah. very stylish. Hmm. I think it's a, probably my top five series. Is it going to continue on, or is this a final this season? Is it. Yeah. Do you think? Did they know ahead of time? Like, are they wrapping this up? So they never, from what I saw, they never said, like during season one or two, that three is the final one. When they announced yeah. three, they said it's the final one. So, so it, I don't think it's gotten the best viewership. Yeah, yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. But it you think gets that the, so wacky. But you think that the writing is going to... They are going to end it. Very Yeah, very good, strong good. writing. It's uh, by Noah Hawley, the guy who did the Fargo series. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, that was like critically... Like he won a yeah, lot of awards. Yeah, awards so it's that. the same kind of... Like I said, I can't... You know what the premise is basically if you're an X-Men fan. It's yeah. David Haller. He's mentally ill and he's like the most powerful mutant ever. But it, it goes on such a... Like visually... Um, musically, uh, every way that cool. Yeah, so I s- highly recommend it. All right. Um, oh, fucking Spider Man came out. Yeah, I actually, I actually really liked it. I did not you get see to see it? it? Yeah, you didn't get to Fourth see it. Fourth of yet? July is a terrible time yeah. for movies to come out yeah. <laughs> for me. But well, if you can spoil it, if no, you no, want. no, no. I'm fine. There's no way. There's nothing I would spoil. I mean, yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was a lot of fun. I think it's. Uh, I can see people putting it right above. Homecoming, I could see people putting it right below. I, I don't think it's. Homecoming. I don't think it's significantly way better or way worse. So it was good. Uh, I'm typically, you know, known for not being a huge Marvel movie fan, but yeah. I actually really. It has one I of did the really best enjoy scenes it. in any MC movie. Yes. Nice. I'm a little worn down by Marvel movies as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little. Well, good. But it, you I got thought, like I a year it, and a half without any. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I will say that it is very much an MCU movie. Oh yeah. It's not like its own individual Spider-Man again, movie at all. It, it is. Which you have to know that this isn't just a Spider-Man movie. It is an MCU movie. Yeah. Um, but I will say, and I know that this is blasphemy, especially so soon after his death. But without Iron Man in the movie, I think it made it better. Like, I'm just, like, Iron Man's just everywhere. No, he's Iron I, Man. I, like, no, I, yeah, I, I like that he wasn't in I mean, it. And this it was, is in the trailers, but he's still a huge part of this movie. Yeah, they talk about him, obviously. But, yeah. Um, I mean, he's kind of a main plot in this movie, but, yeah. He's I not know. even in it at all. So, well, I know. Yeah, but. obviously. But, um, yeah, I, I like that, that the, the focus was a lot more, like, solely on Spider-Man yeah. uh, and kind of what he's going through. But Mysterio, I think, is one of the best villains the MCU has had uh, mm-hmm. in a 
Really? Uh, maybe ever. Jake Gyllenhaal did well. He did really well. Dude. Really? Good. Good. You know, like like I said on the last episode, Jake Gyllenhaal is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. I, I never, so I never good. did see Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, that he should have like, won, of, he that won of, an award for He was nominated, that. right? I think, yeah, he, he was, was nominated, nominated, but he didn't win. Isn't they on Prime or Netflix or something? It's gotta be. <sighs> I just I watched it, it like two weeks ago, too. Really? Yeah. Like, I, like, not for the first time. I watched it a lot. Um, cool. I really liked him in it. Um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I, I actually really enjoyed it. And I would actually put it, like, I kind of would put it far above Homecoming. You think so? I loved Vulture yeah. in Homecoming. Other than that, I think. Eh. Again, no spoilers. I think the first half of Far From Home is a little weak mm. compared to the second half, at least. But anyways. Um, so Final Space came back. I haven't watched any of it. What? Because I've, I, I loved the first season so much that oh, I forgot Ryan. a lot of it. And I feel like I want to rewatch the first season. I'm not doing it justice. I want to rewatch the first season. I'll knock it out in like one sitting. I've just been so busy. It's Stranger so things. good. It's I started so watching it because I heard you guys mention it on a podcast a while ago. Yeah. And so it it's it's I like tried, invincible. It yeah. starts out like eh. I tried jumping no, I in, in the middle like... of it and I could tell I had no idea what was going oh, no. on. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's right from the I, I gotta go back and start over. It um, is so good. Like I texted you and Bill about the second episode and I just yeah. laughed throughout the whole thing. It was awesome. so funny. I can't wait. I'm Especially excited. with you liking Rick and Morty, because yeah. you said you liked Rick and Morty. Yeah. It's a it, it, Bill said, like, he doesn't like it when people compare it. Because they are two very different things, but at the same time, they do have a lot of similarities. So, I gotta I, give it a shot, but from episode one. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. I um, watched Hereditary this past week, finally. Oh, yeah. That's I texted right. you about this, TJ. Yeah. Because uh, now I, I actually want to see Midsummer more than Spider Man because I like scary movies. Like,. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll watch like the Conjuring movies and stuff like that, but they don't scare me. They don't yeah. like keep me up at night. I just kind of you see that coming, and I kind of like I'm entertained by it. This movie disturbed me. Yes. <laughs> so Ryan, this is basically like my worst. Your worst oh, nightmare. you don't like scary there's, movies? There's no way I would watch that. Oh, oh okay. But yeah. the thing is, it's not like how. I don't know if you could pay me. To it's watch weird. It. <laughs> it's weird because like you always say like the like you're, the scariest movie you've ever you've ever seen. You always say is Signs. Like we're just like, like things, that subtle like horror. Science. Okay. You know what I mean? Like that kind of horror. Like seeing the, the leg in the field. Stuff. Like see that stuff like, doesn't scare the me. The stuff that right. like like. Like weird sci-fi or weird... I know science is kind of sci-fi, but like um, movies where if you hear a noise in the middle of the night, your your mind starts to go crazy. I can watch Saw. I'm not going to be th- like yeah. in, th- right. thrown into yeah. a house of horrors. But, but like the things where if you look outside and it's like, is that the silhouette of someone? And it trips with your there's mind. There's a scene where they a play bit. that yeah, hereditary that's, that's the kind so of, well. No, 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 And no, it no. normally doesn't scare me because you see it coming from a mile away, or at least mm-hmm. like I yeah. feel like I do in like yeah. uh, you know, your typical jump out scary horror movie. But yeah. man, what are this? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it, it it. I didn't know what I was getting into. I was away on a work trip. I just turned it on in the hotel room, mm-hmm. and I was petrified. <laughs> that that movie disturbed me, and so I, now I want to see Midsummer. I was going to say, like, it's not scary like Signs is scary, but it's not scary like Conjuring is scary. It's scary because it's really fucked up. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I don't like that either. Fucked it's, up. it's so grounded, too. Like, yeah, through the first three quarters of it, I was like, there's nothing supernatural about this. It wasn't until later mm-hmm. on, maybe halfway through. Yeah. Uh, the whole time I'm thinking, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, the yeah. whole time. Like, I'm like, after, like, that big part, yes. you know, uh, 
from then on, I was like, I don't understand really what's going on until I, you yeah. do understand. And then you're yeah. like, oh, shit. I screamed at one point. I'm <laughs> not going In to In your hotel it. room all by yeah, yourself. I screamed. <laughs> That's how bad it was. But, like, I can watch Conjuring, and I'm laughing because it's like I see it coming. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. That, I love the Conjuring, yeah. though. I like them, too. I fucking love I like, it. I like them, too. Yeah. Uh, anything else? What do you guys... Are you guys... Do you play video games? Or you... Yeah, I just finished Days Gone. Oh, that's nice. right. Bill it took forever. Like, loves it. We could yeah. talk shit about Bill too. Just letting let you know, like he's not. I'm here not going to do that, Bill. He's not here to, like, <laughs> to defend himself. I liked Fuck Days you, Gone. Days Gone, I think, got a bad rap yeah, right from did. the get go. Was it the greatest PS game I've ever played? No. Did it entertain me for thirty or forty hours or however long it took? Yeah, it did. Yeah. And so, but I, what I realized is there's nothing out new on playstation right now that yeah i haven't played yet there is um a light at the end of the tunnel for assassin's creed odyssey for me i am at 55 hours oh god and i am loving it so much it's so good i i need to play other things though i'm starting to get to the point where i'm like i i need to play something else and occasionally i'll put on vr and we'll do some vr stuff like the other day me tj and bill put on the playstation vr and did spider-man stuff oh that's cool around. and it was cool it yeah, was cool, cool. Um, but I, I'm ready to play something else, even though I'm loving Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I just got into uh, Detroit Become Human. Cause I want to play that, too. It was the free game on PS... Uh, Plus. PlayStation Plus. Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that's only like a 12, 14-hour yeah. game. Yeah. It's a completely different pace. I needed something very different from an open-world RPG to mm-hmm. come down off of Days Gone. Yeah. How about you, TJ? I started God of War. Did you really? Yeah, that but game have, is awesome. How, yeah. how many hours in are you, though? No. No, like nothing? No, you like just do the much. intro? Yeah, The intro's much. pretty fucking sweet, it though, was right? cool. Oh, I'm, my God. That one shot of just the, the log yeah. and, like, carrying it. Yeah. The, oh, my God. The cinematics God. are yeah. putting it on the boat. Like, just the in- yeah. Oh, the, it's so good. Did you get to a fight in the beginning? Yes. That fight scene was incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah. holy shit. Oh. Yeah. So I'll, I'll continue it. But I, I started it, like two weeks ago and i oh, only played it once yeah. and i have not played it since yeah, just because yeah but uh i'm gonna pick it back up so hopefully maybe yeah i'm hoping like, next week or the week after so cool uh and once i like get into a game like i crush that shit out mm-hmm. usually so i if i'm loving it mm-hmm. um that's not really all i have though for for pop culture news um do you guys have anything else that you're playing or reading or any other comics uh you yeah, said, uh, you that's just, right. You, you just read Skybound's new one. Yeah. Skybound released Reaver this week by Justin Jordan, Rebecca. art by Rebecca Isaacs. Rebecca Isaacs, who does Buffy. Yeah, which we've talked about before. Yeah. I liked it. First issue. I'm going to give it a few more shots over the next few months and see how it goes. I Like I said to you guys before uh, we started, it's sort of like so if Suicide Squad was in... A darker version of like Lord of the Rings, Dark Ages, like, like very yeah, medieval, yeah, fantasy. Um, the I, the art it's is funny. Really flipping good. through it reminds me of Dragon Prince, but obviously a more <laughs> adult Dragon Prince. Yeah, did you watch season two? Yeah, 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 it was good. Um, what else? I feel like there's another comic that I read this week. You're gonna start oh, reading X Men with me. Yes, on I the am. Relaunch. As soon as the relaunch happens, I'm Powers all in. Powers of X and House of X. I'm all in. I've been wanting to get back into X Men. What I is think it? That X Men. They're doing like a relaunch. They're uh, oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, Hickman. Jonathan Hickman, mm-hmm. who does who's done some image stuff like East of West. Oh okay. Yep. Yeah. That, so, so I've always wanted to get back into X Men. So I think we're gonna have to like 
you know, a couple weeks before it comes out, you and I will get together. You can fill me in on all the past, <laughs> like, 15 years of X-Men, and, uh, and then I'll be ready to go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, I did uh, buy a first issue um, of a new image comic book called Sea of Stars, um, and it's by Jason Aaron, who also did Southern Bastards. Um, he does a lot of Star Wars stuff, or at least he did, I does think. Does he? Okay. Yeah, I went to the comic shop, and I got four issues, and they said, if, if you buy four, you get one free. And I'm like, eh. So I went and got because it was issue one. I grabbed it. I haven't oh. read it yet. So What shop was that? Pulp 716. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's where I go. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, I guess we will move on to the comic. Let's do it. Unless you it's guys have anything Oblivion else. song, issue 17. Previously on Oblivion Song. Nathan narrowly escaped his first showdown with the Faceless Men when he rescued Marco in Oblivion. Ed realized the Faceless Men are more advanced than they appear when they shot him down with a laser beam and killed Silverwing. Keith reappeared with a new look, seemingly an agent of the Faceless Men. Oh, shit. Right. Did we know its name was Silverwing? No. Uh, no. We did That's not new, know. right? I yes. wrote that down as a note. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Because we we named it ourselves. We did well. We named the the, the creature, the creature, which we was little stick, which was a uh, terabat, terabat, and so he named his terabat silverwing. silverwing. Okay, cool. I went back in the last issue and double checked that. No, yeah, no. Huh. Um, if you're noticing some background noise, we opened up a window because I it's fucking hot. It was, it was open. So I'll shut it a oh, little you can bit. Shut it. You don't have to. It's hot. It's alright. <laughs> um, all right. So let's dive in. Starting with the cover. Thoughts on the cover? Uh, awesome. I think it's really cool. I like it a lot. I like black and red. Uh, and of course, it yeah. looks better in physical. I'm glad that uh, Mike brought a physical copy. I did too. Oh, shit. Nice. Yeah. Um, what I like about this series is that the covers actually reflect something that's going to happen mm -hmm. in the plot. Yeah. Which a lot of comics don't do that. My favorite uh, cover is still issue nine. Issue I nine, think. the one. Issue nine, where they're running. They're running. Yeah. And it's that it was inspired by that artwork of yep. the, yeah. Annalisa Leone really cool. does that like yellowish, whitish, white shading Actually, really well. The covers are, are Lorenzo Ooh. De Felici. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Sorry, oh, Lorenzo. So cool. You do a great job with those. <laughs> but yeah, that I I mean we talk about it so much. But I love how dark it is. Like just scrolling through all the other covers, this one really does pop. We talk about it so much, but like the how consistently good these covers are, it's just like every issue the cover is so good. I love it. Yep. So, uh, all right, we will dive so, in. I wonder. I wonder if we need to like do some really hard research. Why was the previously on on this page as opposed to being on its own page? Is it in that? Is it like that when it's see how sometimes it has an it's extra on, page? Yeah. Is it because the issue is a page shorter? Or, you know what I'm saying? No, because it's still the same number of they, pages. They put all of the copyright information yeah. on one page along with all the creative. But they kind of go back and forth on whether or not the previously on is in its own Has bubble. Its own thing. Hmm. Its own page. I wonder what, what, the, what goes into that decision. I know that's very behind the scenes, you know, creating, but, you know, it's something I notice. Andreas Juarez does the logo and production design. He so is, there yeah. you go. He is, I follow him on Twitter. He's done some awesome logos. He's really good. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, we start out the comic, start out this issue um, at the site. Mm-hmm. Um, and the director Ward is talking to Nathan, kind of reprimanding him for all of his poor decision making when it comes to just jumping the gun and trying to yeah. go to oblivion and all this other stuff. And I like this line. I like how he addresses Nate this almost as though he's addressing the reader. Like, hey, I know that um, uh, you don't, what does he say? Like, uh, I'm not, the, I'm here. not the bad guy here. I you know? laughed at that because literally on the very first page of the last issue, he says the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like convincing people. Yes, this I'm whole, not the bad ever guy. Ever since this, yeah. uh, this time jump, He's like, hey, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy. Meanwhile, because like all of last volume or whatever, mm-hmm. he was kind of the bad guy. Yeah, and, and Nate says and Nate that too. Like, He's yeah. like, well, that wasn't always the case because you were trying to use my... Yeah, and then... You were trying to use my device and to then like, attack people. that he was never going to use that as a weapon. He right. was only ever going to use it for humanitarian. Which, do you believe? No. I mean, I don't think we have any reason not to believe him, but I don't believe him either. No. He's not the bad guy. I oh, believe really? him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna, just going to keep saying it until yeah. we believe him. His character's going to die. And we're gonna, and, and, like, but we're he gonna wasn't like, the bad we're guy. We're going to be like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> and he never did anything bad. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, Nathan says, despite the, the fact that you were, you know, you're, you're doing, you know, he... He said, I was always using it for humanitarian purposes. And then Nate says, well, I still feel better that my device is out of your hand. Is out of your hands. And he goes, well, fair enough. But look at all the good that's coming from it. You know, where everything that's coming from Mm -hmm. Oblivion. He talks about how everything now is documented and and, and you can't, like, he's basically saying you can't go back in there. Um, and, and I know Unless you want documented. to, yeah, I know you he want to, but want there's to go no back way. now that they found the faceless men either. Yeah. And, and Nate brings up an argument, which is, I think a really bad argument. he's like, well, you have to report this back to your superiors. Wouldn't you rather me go in, figure some stuff out so that you have more to report instead of going in there even more blind, which but I think is a bad, and it is, and however, it is, which he doesn't get but he's, approval. He's trying to play director wards like personality against oh, yeah. him because but it doesn't work which i like but i was worried that director because, ward like i feel like he's the kind of character who would not want yeah. to stand up in front of the news without answers i was worried because it shows nate yell that at director ward and then there's just this panel with director ward just staring at him like is he gonna really just let him go and i don't think he does that's a clint eastwood angry look right it there is. that it's director kinda, ward gets there's my casting for the movie clint eastwood <laughs> for director ward all right. all right i can see that all right so we are back in oblivion for the next page, at the at the the site of uh, um, Ed's you know, like group. Yep. Uh, and Dane wakes up uh, and says, "You know, they're not back yet. We have to go. Um, if he's not back yet, it's because the faceless men have him. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he runs out. out. He's freaking and out. He's really freaking out. It takes like three people to hold him back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ed's girlfriend, wife, whatever. It's Lucy, right?" Yes. That panel of Lucy is awesome. I love that panel of Lucy. It looks so good. He did, Lorenzo did really good uh, face work there with the art Mm -hmm. on that whole page. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, Ed is tackled to the ground uh, just as, I'm sorry, Dane. Dane, Dane is tackled to the ground just as Ed is seen stumbling into the camp. Um, Everybody rushes to see him. He's like, dying uh and they just bring him in yeah that's ed 
Yeah. Yeah. And Dane is like hounding Ed. Where are my crew? Where where are my people? And yeah. uh, Lucy's like, will you get a, get away from him? <laughs> He's barely breathing. Get help. Yep. So uh, then he's at the, you know, they're, he, they got him in the medical ward. Um, you know, Ed is saying there's something out there. It shot me down. It shot down Silverwing. He said that Silverwing there is dead. It is, which is the Terabat, which yeah. we named last episode. So did, uh, did you guys think that seeing the cover of this issue... Um, at this point, I assumed the cover of this issue was him being him falling after being shot down. Yeah, and, I mean, too. later in this issue, yeah. we find out he's falling for another reason. Yeah, but I thought that that was a cool little twist. I thought that you know, Ooh, twist. Yeah, yeah, I did too. Um, and she she says that he says that Silverwing is dead. She's dead. She's dead. She's dead. Yep. That's kind of sad. Uh, Ed says that they're real. I loved her. Probably Terabat baby somewhere. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I hope so. <laughs> I'm coming to avenge mom. <laughs> but she says that, you know, he he admits that the faceless men are real. Lucy asks how many there were, and Ed goes on to explain that, you know, uh, that he saw them. I thought it was interesting that he said that they were riding these horse-like creatures, and they had weapons. They shot at me. So it's interesting. Like, not only have they not seen the faceless men, but they've never encountered those horse-like creatures before. Yeah. Well, he hadn't. Yeah, I mean, but it, out of all the years that he's been in Oblivion, yeah. they've they haven't traveled so far out of their little mm. perimeter or whatever you'd call it as to see other forms of creatures. And mm. so there's an example of a creature that he's never seen before, which yeah. is interesting. So the faceless men maybe are from such a fur, far away area of Oblivion that even the wildlife is different. Yeah, maybe it's like the Night King. Yeah, on like dead horses. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. That'd be no like, one's ever seen a dead horse before. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It'd be like dead horses or giants showing up to King's Landing and nobody there has seen them. Yeah. They haven't gone out of that area. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's saying that we have to go and get them before it's too late. Uh, because he's saying that even though they had they had guns on, on the horses, it. that's not what shot him down. Yeah. There was something like bigger, some kind of machine they, out in the distance mm-hmm. and we have to go and get them before that it's they too called late. In the, he said it's like they called in reinforcements. Yeah. Or they called in backup. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go right to that thing that he's talking about, right back to where the last issue ended. The Cyclops laser. Oh. oh. It's such a cool... This is this might be my favorite page. I love the look of this thing. There's a lot of, like, good Coloring pages. Like, like, there's a lot of, uh, like, splash pages in this in this issue, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so it shows some faceless men going in. Um, look at how they're speaking. It seems like... They're getting better with the language yeah. over time since multiple issues ago well, is what I'm noticing. I think that, I mean, since the time jump, I think this is how they're talking. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, I think that they're showing too that some are more further along with their English than others. Yeah. So they're learning. And they're like answering to... To Keith. To Keith, yeah. Keith seems they're, to be in charge. He's like, the camp, we found them. He's like, good work. Like, Yeah. Just so we can gauge where you're at, what is your prediction? Oh yeah, for Keith. When it comes to Keith, I mean, ours might have changed after this issue a little bit, but mm. mine I could go down a big rabbit hole right now. You, you Do ready you wait for to this? The end? Because it, it kind of ties into what I spoke to you, TJ, about this, mm-hmm. um, about what maybe in a previous letter I wrote about what I think they're doing with 
their human captives. All right. Well, you know what? Now's kind of a good time. Okay. Because we, they, nothing really changes more in terms of that. Like we see them once they attack the camp and they steal more people. But other than that, what else? What are, what are your thoughts on Keith and what's going on? Keith here? seems to be reluctantly in charge because if you look on the page where you can see that the human captives inside these green mechanisms they have. They call him out saying like, "You, I know you. You were the one that said that the faceless men kidnapped yep. your family. That, what, what happened to you? What's wrong with you? Another great uh, job by Lorenzo on facial expressions here with Keith. Mm -hmm. Because you can see that what she said had an effect Absolutely. on Keith. And Absolutely. so Keith, I think, is reluctantly doing this. What This is my crazy theory that will most likely be wrong. I think they are, the faceless men are somehow, because they're faceless, able to mutate or change their physiology or their bodies into a human form, which is why they're using language, which is, and then, or which is why they're learning the language. And the people that Nate brought back from Oblivion into our world are actually faceless men. That's mm -hmm. kind of crazy. However, this is just my crazy fan theory. Mm -hmm. I think Nate is helping them because he can get his wife you and mean, child. You mean Keith. Or excuse me, yeah. Keith is helping them because he can get his wife and child back. Mm-hmm. That is my crazy theory that will most likely be wrong, I but like I'm throwing the it I, out there. I like the theory mostly because I love the idea, and we've talked about this since like the first issue. I, I love the idea of there being a twist, moles on yeah. Earth. You know what I mean? In the Earth dimension, like the the faceless men are on Earth. Um, I've been saying it since I know, issue. I love that one. Except I don't believe beware that the faceless they can men. shape change. I still don't okay. believe that they can because if that wasn't Keith, if that was a faceless man with another in a shape changed body he wouldn't have a remorseful look he doesn't care about his i think family. that's keith oh you think i that think he's that's keith oh, okay and for whatever reason they need something from him okay and but that's why he looks the way he does yeah. in that panel there's that's definitely why, some remorse there yes um yeah I, I yeah and that the people some of the people maybe that uh nate brought back to the real world from oblivion or Beware Earth from the, Oblivion. Uh, what was it, the Returned. Beware the Returned. Yep. There you wow. go. Issue one. That would be... That it has sounds, to be significant. That sounds like a title of an arc that Kirkman would do. Because remember, mm. Walking Dead was always like three words. Yep. You know, Beware the Returned. It sounds like... If I'm right, you heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm so, wrong, you didn't hear it. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, we see that scene. He tells the uh, humans that call them out, you know, you best keep quiet. They can muzzle you. Um, and then we're back to, and this, I feel like was the most cinematic scene in the entire I wrote issue. That, yeah. I wrote Did that really? down too. Yeah. Dude, yes. The zoom up on yes, his face. Yeah. The, the, the rec zoom on, on Nate's face. I wrote that. As, it's almost like she's out of focus and she's walking back and forth and you could see the determination. Yes. And then he opens his eyes at the end. <laughs> it's sort of like when a husband is getting lectured by his wife about something he shouldn't do. You should not go out on Saturday night with your <laughs> friends and you can tell he's just going to do it. He's doing it. Um, <laughs> but what she's telling him is that, you know, we're lucky that, Professor or that director Ward is like letting us do what we're what we're doing. You should you not be on a warning. Like yeah, you should not be. You know. So this tells she's us agreeing that, with. Um, this tells yeah. us that he didn't get permission to go back. This in. is Bridget. Yes. He's he's not. Yeah, he's not going in. 
like he when he shows up later, he snuck in. We're yeah. assuming. Yeah. Su- assuming. Yeah. He's not listening uh, to so what she's saying though. And that's definitely a pan up on his face in like a movie. Yeah. I know you're worried about your brother and the rest of the people in Oblivion, but there's just nothing you can do. And yep. then he opens up his eyes. Yeah. When she it's says so there's no, there's nothing you can do, yeah. and then he opens up his eyes like that. Yeah. It's definitely. Um, so we got Lucy suddenly with the baby, which I forgot about until I so forgot I. about the so baby too. Right. Yeah. So it's like, hey, don't forget, there's a baby. Uh, she's running up to Ed, saying, "Don't go, don't do this." Ed's, you know, on it. Like he's saying he's going. He's got his crew together with with uh, Dwayne, Dwayne, Dane, Dane. I keep wanting to call him like Dane or Dwayne or Dante or. Um, so Ed's like, no, we have to do something. Uh, and then like, basically the same conversation. Yeah. (laughs) But basically the same conversation with Nate and Ed, Mm -hmm. both of them being told don't do it. That's another great spread on that page. Yeah. I love this one. Uh, so yeah, it's the, you know, nest, I guess you can call it with all the orbs um, I just love seeing them upside down on the vines. Yeah. yeah. Like, do you see them That's running cool. upside yeah. down with the horse things? That's cool. So, you know, he screams out quickly, get the baby inside. Like they're coming for him. Um, everyone kind of spreads out and they grab their guns and their their bows and, and all their weaponry. Mm-hmm. And they, start, they start to shoot him, but they're getting their asses handed to them. Yeah, pretty quickly. I mean... Uh, and then that's when Ed kind of resorts to his uh, the nuclear his, his, option. Yeah, his nuclear option. Release the ogres. Release the kraken. Sir, we can't. <laughs> this is why we have them. Yeah, I love that. This is why we have them. Like, why else? Um, they're, they're getting they're getting they're, blasted by the faceless men with like this gooey substance. You notice that it's yep. not like lasers. We saw that last issue. Did we? We've seen yes. it before. Remember it? Like yep. freezes them. Oh, that's, like, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. But. They are really getting good at domesticating the creatures oh, yeah. and yeah. controlling the creatures of Oblivion because we saw that with the mules oh, when yeah, they yeah. were getting supplies, well, I, and I, now I, they've been able to tame. I don't know if they've tamed ogre. the ogres. I they've think contained they've, it. I think they've contained it. Yeah, so they contained them, it. Yeah, which yeah. is Not why tamed, that guy. Contained. Yeah, which is why that guy I think didn't want to release him because he knows they're just going to destroy everything. They're yeah. not going to pick sides. They're just yeah. going to go nuts, which yeah. is what Ed wants. Um, so yeah, they break out, and again, make me a plushie. Like, I want an ogre plush. Looking at this... I want a McFarlane action figure. So cool. Uh, cool shot of uh, Dane getting uh, oh, abducted. Dane. Yep. He the gets color, pulled into one of the orbs. Again, Annalise Loney, the, the colors are awesome. That yellowish The way coloring. how it's so yeah. bright. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. So and Ed runs to go get Lucy, and he can't find Lucy. Uh, in the uh, in her bedroom or anywhere else, he finally finds her outside, and she's kind of being abducted into an orb, and he jumps after her, uh, snatches her like in the air, um, and this is my favorite page of the entire issue. It shows oh, so two, cool. three, four, five panels, but all five individual panels make one big picture mm-hmm. where, which the I only love. thing that's changing is the orb and the where characters. they are yeah. yeah where they are in the panel oh, i love this page um and it's him kind of struggling uh, up in the air trying to get lucy free and then um he falls she gets abducted he fails at getting her free she gets abducted into the orb mm-hmm. and then he falls and that's the cover mm-hmm. 
It's, it's like a, falling it's into a beautiful blackness. page. Yeah, yes. it's, it's beautiful, but something absolutely horrific is happening on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you turn the I picture like if I picture <laughs> I picture if it's like like this page with all the panels and him up there struggling. I picture in a movie like the the camera being like where it is. But the sound feeling like it's far away. Yeah, yeah. And that's very making quiet. you feel very like quiet. very like no sound tracks. Yeah. And yeah. Then as soon as you turn the page, it's just like yeah. Oh. Like, the music kicks this, in. This issue Indiana was Jones very music. Totally yeah. This is he Indiana Jones in there. It's Nathan, who we did not know at all was back in oblivion. The last time we saw him, he was giving that look. Um, he kind of came out of nowhere, so it was just as much of a surprise to us as it was to Ed, which I really liked that too. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ed comes, or Nathan comes in and uh, kind of scoops Ed out of midair. He's on a on a, a rope, which I always compare Nathan to Batman. Yeah. And if there's ever a time to there's compare him to Batman, well, he's it got is his now. utility belt, his cape, yeah. he's yeah, swinging yeah, around. That's fucking Bruce Wayne right there. Um, I, love, I love how he's like, grab the rope before I drop you. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, another really cool sequence of panels where it's, you know, uh, the same shot, the same angle, and you see kind of like them moving away. You see the orbs getting further in the distance, the ogre being killed and then like falling over and his body still being there. Meanwhile, um, Nathan and Ed crawl into frame and uh, go up onto the ledge. That ogre gets his head blown off, it looks it like. It does. Yep. Aww. So do you think every human was taken but Ed and Nathan? Yes. So that's everyone. Everyone is gone. They had a lot of orbs. Yeah. You can I mean, see one there. Ryan, did you read uh, the next time? Uh, did you forget? I oh, probably man. forgot it, but yeah, I did okay. read it. Yeah. Well, it didn't. everyone was taken. <laughs> <laughs> I obviously forgot. Oh, yeah. I, I cannot wait to talk about the next time. Yeah. So the last page, TJ. Last page of the issue, uh, you know, Ed's laying there and he says... Uh, oh my God, this is my fault. I led him here, uh, or I led them here. And then Nate says, uh, no time for that now. We can still save them. Which that's the end. is very obvious, but I didn't connect that. I didn't think, oh, duh, he, he led them there. I didn't realize that until he said it, which yeah. is very cool. I yeah. feel like it should be re- rather obvious, but yeah, I liked that. So, yeah. Um, in the uh, Philly Cheesebreak Letters column, uh, there is a small reference to the fact that we'll be seeing the faceless men's plans next issue yes. or mm-hmm. maybe the next issue after that. Yep. So I'm thinking it's next issue. Next issue is the end of the arc, I think it's right? going to end with the next issue. It's Yeah, the next issue is the end of... Um, volume 2? Trade Paperback Volume 3 or what will be. Volume 3, that's what I mean, yeah. Trade Paperback Volume 3. So yeah, yeah. it's got to end with some kind of major cliffhanger yeah. or revelation. We still have no word on whether or not there's a collection, like a hardcover collection or anything, which but is like weird But like we've me. talked about this, typically, no, I feel like two, now it, you always say that. It's two trades. The only reason why you think it's more is because Invincible had a, a weird number of trades in the beginning. The first trade of Invincible is only like two or three issues. It's four, yeah, that was four which issues. Is weird. Saga as well. Was 16 oh, issues. Oh, yes. For their hardcovers? Yeah. Their big hardcovers. But that's yeah. the thing. I, I no, Nothing else Skybound does that. They do the soft covers, and then I feel like they do the big hardcovers. I'm, I'm willing to bet Maybe. that within the next you month... You think it's going to be like four they're trades? Gonna, they're going to announce a hardcover after um, after well, 18 comes out, out. No, it would actually be no. September they'll announce it. So you think it'll be the first three trades? Yes. It would be the end of a major arc? Because mm-hmm. knowing Kirkman, and this is how you can kind of figure out that the end was coming it was the end of the fourth compendium 
Uh, knowing Kirkman, he likes to put major endings at the end of both his single trades, and if it's going to be a collection, that one has to have a, a, a pretty significant ending as well, yeah. which means that would be either next issue or the arc after that. It's not going to be the arc after that. I don't so see it so? going... They're going to put four trade lot, paperbacks yeah. in one. All right. Um, so the next time on... Yeah, well, one thing too that they put in the uh, in the Philly Cheese Break is they make mention that there's going to be a gunfight in the next issue. A knife fight. A, a knife, knife fight. fight. Sorry. I knife couldn't fight. tell. But then they, they wrote, joking. "There is no knife fight." That's better. Yeah. Woo. He's like, "Don't don't spoil it. There is no knife fight." Oh, that's better. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the next on, Mike, you want to take it? So uh, we have uh, three panels. The top one is the faceless men uh, clearing out of there, crawling over buildings, going over the bridge uh, with all of the orbs containing. You can actually see the shadow of some of the humans inside the orbs. I just noticed that, like that yeah, that's front and center. Cool. And we flash back to Nate and Ed. Uh, Ed's saying they got everyone, the whole place is empty, there's nothing we can do. Nate replies, no, there's still time. And the, our poor ogres uh, are laying there dead. <laughs> we should have named them. That but one's name is Henry. 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 Yeah. Henry, Henry and Fred. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, they got Lucy and Scott. They're gone. And then he repl- uh, Nate replies, who's, who's Scott? Scott? <laughs> but what I'm excited about is the cover of the next issue because... Consistently amazing. But who is that dragging Ed away? Because to me, when I look at that... That's Nathan. Nate then, is laying on the ground to the left. Oh, interesting. Because he's that guy laying on the like ground to the left. I never thought that that was Nathan Cloaked, but I don't have an opinion on who it is. Who do you think you it know is? What? I that don't know who that, that is. I don't know who that is. It doesn't quite look like his cloak. And look at the shoe. That, so that, you've that. got kids' shoes. Oh. Those are kids' shoes oh, when no. I look at them. Oh, no. And obviously um, the faceless man behind you think that? Not convinced that that's a, a child's shoe. It definitely. So. Is. Look at how many like the laces. There's only a couple. Oh like... yeah, you've got better. Yeah, it looks I like Converse. Know, to so me. to me, laying on the left over there, that's Nate because he's got that red shawl yeah. that doesn't really go around his head. That yeah. to me is not Nate dragging Ed away. Hmm. Um, the faceless men in the back who they're gonna, you know, he's creeping up on them. But to me, that might be a completely new character that's been living out in oblivion. Yeah. Um. Coming out there, rescuing maybe Ed. Uh, what if Nate dies and Ed becomes our Ooh. character? But Ed seems to have just seen something terrible happen. And that I is... want Ed to be the main. I like Nate. I, really I like, like Nate, Nate and Ed together. Yes. Yeah, I like that dynamic. I do think it's a major possibility that eventually Nate dies and Ed becomes the main character. I just don't want it to happen. I also don't think, though, that this series, unless I missed some news somewhere, is going to go 150 issues, 200 TJ issues. TJ and I were talking about that a little bit. Like, like, is this going to be, like, is Kirkman just going to be like, yeah, it's 50 issues. Here's my contained story. It's not this huge, sprawling epic. It's just, here's the story, which I think would be cool. And I, I, I don't have it, I don't know either way, but I'm interested. I'm, I'm excited to yeah. see. But... So I'm um, really excited for next issue. I, uh, Scott, what's the name of the other, what's the name of the guy that wears the converse and goes and came back from Oblivion? One of the main characters, he started the foundation. Marco. Why do, no, not him. Why do I think his name's Scott? The doctor? Yeah. The one oh, who called it the Oblivion um, song? Yeah. I can't think of it what now. What the fuck? I would have known if you had not, like, asked me. Like, you know, know. what I mean? Like, ah. Uh, I, don't, I almost don't want to know because I'm... Go- 
I don't know why I keep thinking his name's Scott. That's what you're right. Scott. He did wear sneakers. Well, he wore the Converse. Yeah. He wore the sneakers and he that were. He wore the same ones. Yeah. Why can't I think of that character's name? Oh, it's driving me crazy. Oh, I've got, I've got all my. Yeah, you have here. them all right there. Um, I'll just go to the first issue. He has the foundation now. Um, but that's not who I was thinking with the sneakers. I was just trying to. That's funny looking at the art. Duncan. Duncan. As soon as I saw see, him, you just had to see his I, face. I had to Duncan. see his face. Oh. Um. So Scott is his son. So I mean, so that's interesting. It's 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 cool to see that uh, Nate was like, "Wait, you have a son?" Like, I think that's gonna be a fun interaction. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, something doesn't happen to Scott, as foreshadowed by those shoes on the cover, because that'd be even more tragic. Yes. Oh, I don't know about. Oh. Maybe time goes by a lot quicker in like their time, and he comes in as an adult. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. But overall, I thought it was a solid issue. I thought it was very action-packed. It's that, like, uh, you know, in TV shows or whatever, always that second-to-last episode is where they do a lot of the action. Mm -hmm. So, Damn you, Ryan. Damn you. What happened? So Bill just texted us. And asked us if oh, we were recording yet. No, I was keeping it from. I wanted. I didn't know that. I wanted his. I, I should have told you. I wanted yeah. his surprise to be like when he hears it on that. When episode. he hears it on the episode, yeah. And he texted like a picture of me and you like talking, and he's like, "Who's that other person?" Question mark exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to tell him. We still don't have to tell him. I just we'll put just, your replacement. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, yeah. So uh, overall. I really liked this issue. Like, I thought it was better than than most, I think. I I liked, like, we talked about how cinematic would, I mean, it was. Again, if we're going to, like, rank issues I don't or compare rank. them, I, I, yeah, I, don't, I don't think this one, like, stood out significantly to me as opposed to other ones, but it really? was still good. I mean, it's, it's, there hasn't been a bad issue. I think this was, a, they've all been agreed. Oh, except yes. for the one that me and Bill didn't like. <laughs> but other than that one. Yeah. <laughs> what, you guys, it was 15. There was, yeah, there was yeah. one that we weren't crazy um, about. When I say that, this one stood out more than most. That's not saying anything negative about the other ones. I love every issue. Yeah. I've loved loved every issue, but I don't know. I th- I, feel, I felt like this was kind of a standout issue to me. It had a good mix between action, but then there's still a little bit of intrigue there. With uh, now that we talked about Duncan, I'm forgetting uh, Keith. Keith, you know Keith. Yeah. And, um, I'm excited for the next those. one. I want some answers. I mean, it's the end of a yeah, trade. We're we, gonna get some answers, and mm-hmm. that's usually when Oblivion Song is at its most exciting for me. Is when we're, you know, we're, we're getting some resolution. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, with Bill not here. Oh, yeah, we've got some. He did send us his thoughts on the uh, issue. We don't really like have to read it because we don't really. I think we should read I, it. Poor Bill. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, there, He didn't, like, write a letter, though. It's just, like, his thoughts and, like, bullet points. So, bear with me on this. So, Bill says, thoughts. More questions. Not sure if it was a great ending to a trade. Not... <laughs> And then he said, um, now saving Ed from falling was cool, but it would have been much cooler if it showed him teleport in last second, but he realistically would have been able to know. Yeah. There's uh, no way he would have realistically would have been able to know he was falling. Yeah. I think he meant wouldn't. So um, yeah. Yeah. Again, bear with me with the, the spelling. Um, Keith's motives, uh, are going to be dumb. Mad at the community for not believing him. However, I'm interested to see how he got the faceless man to follow him. Uh, that one faceless man uh, spoke really well, full sentence. Um, sad that the scary hat creature died. 
The scary hat creature? <laughs> whoa, 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 hold on a minute. Who is the scary hat creature? I'm thinking he meant oh, bat. bat creature. Scary <laughs> bat creature. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. The scary hat creature died. Um, it would have been cool if Ed and it were stranded and he nursed it back and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah, and then he, he corrected himself. Bat creature. Silver wing. Uh, having the ogres was cool, but it didn't really show them do much. Uh, it feels like it hasn't gotten to the point, in quotations marks, quotation marks, uh, like what's the story you're trying to tell here? What's the big conflict? I think the best way I can describe it is there's all mystery with no conflict, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just a different kind of story that I'm used to reading from Kirkman. Also, it's like just an adventure book. And then I texted him and I said, by the way, just so you know, the next issue is the last of the third trade, not this one. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, well, then disregard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, th- I, I think I, that again, he was we, expecting more from this comic because yes. he thought it was the last of a yeah, trade. Yeah, so his expectations, I think his expectations were a little skewed. Yeah. But again, we've talked about before is needing that resolution to, to things. And I mm-hmm. think that we're going to get that next issue. I hope so. I don't, I'm not expecting some like huge revelation, but I think it's going to be a, a good ending. Yeah. So, um, Mike, would you like to read an email that we who, got? Who do you have one from? I have it from Trey from Troy. Hey! Hey, it's Trey from Troy. Boom. It's Trey from Detroit, or Troit, if you will. I'll t- <laughs> I'm going to call you Trey from Troy, just like Bill does. I'm going to edit out a few uh, language here, too, just for my own sense. But the effing suspense. While the issue started slow, rehashing the whole, quote, see, I'm not the bad guy here, quote, Act from the general, which, yeah, we did talk about that. We got so much action in the back half of the issue, I almost thought this was the end of the trade. Nate's surprise appearance in Oblivion to save his brother gave me chills. And even before that, the faceless men just showing up out of nowhere made me set the book down again. I was thinking this would be a chill issue, but nope, ogres. Some of the panels in this issue are so vibrant, I think we need to give a special shout-out to Annalisa and whatever color library she uses yeah. because the yes. page where the faceless men kill the ogre is so good. Right? Here, here. Curious to see what Keith is up to because I thought he was fully under control, but it seems like he's still at least semi-conscious in there. Also, a prediction. We get a faceless man on... I got to flip here. Um, we get... Uh, we get a faceless man on Earth. Okay, I'm going to start over. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Also, a prediction. We get a faceless man on Earth next issue. Fingers crossed. Cool. There we go. Um, I think that'd Thanks, be an Trey awesome. From I, Troy. I think it'd be cool if the main like the main conflict ended, and then the like the teaser, or even the 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 thing for the like the last page is the reveal that there's a faceless man on Earth. I think that would be awesome. That'd be so. That's cool. my that theory. So good. I, I, I mean, that's I, my I, theory. I, 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 yep. I hope you're right. All right, I've got. One. But you know what? I think it was Trey from Troy's theory. Oh. I think, I think he. Uh, I think he took it from it's, you. It's ours, Trey from Troy. <laughs> Something you guys can it's share. Ours. Um, I've got one from Wyatt Bridges and, uh, shout out to Wyatt. He's actually the guy that does all of the music for this podcast. So if I you've love ever your music. Listened, if you've yeah. ever listened to our podcast before, you should know that. Yeah, of course. But we got to say it every time well, to give him course. the props he deserves. Absolutely. He deserves I follow it. you on Spotify. Yeah, dude. His stuff's awesome. So Good. if you, uh, if you like Have you the, heard his album? If you follow him on Spotify, yeah, I'm sure you've I seen played it. it. Yeah. So check out, uh, Wyatt Lane over on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, he says, Hey guys, uh, 
I loved all the action in this issue. I know TJ has mentioned that Nate sometimes has a Batman vibe with how he moves across the rooftops. Right. And I definitely got the feeling <laughs> when he swooped in to catch Ed in this Ed, Ed in this issue. I thought it was really interesting how Keith reacted when the captive humans asked why he was working with the faceless men. I used to think he had just uh, start had, had just started working with them because they brainwashed him, or he somehow agreed with whatever their plan is. But in this issue, he seemed sad or even ashamed when he was asked about it. I wonder if the faceless men are still keeping his family captive and forcing him to help them in exchange for his family. Keep up the great work, guys. Yeah, I could totally see that. Like, mm-hmm. and especially not only did. Um, that woman asking him about his family um, proved to show that 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 look on his face, but it also reminded the readers of Keith's background, which is a reminder. It's yeah. it's it's the you know it's showing us, hey, don't forget, you know, uh, so that it can come back. Yep. So that is definitely he's going still to be consciously a there. Yep. So yeah. The so the reason. Why I did not think that at the end of the last episode, or the at the end of the he's last. He's creepy issue. looking in the end of the last. He's one. smiling when he reveals himself, like yeah. in a, like a creepy way. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, why would you it. feel so been, sinister like that if be, you were if you were being held captive? My prediction at the end of last time was that he is willingly working with them, so he's all like he's indoctrinated. He is kind of brainwashed. He's all in for this, but her saying that to him maybe gave him a moment of like, oh shit, yeah, that's right, that yeah. that did happen. Yeah, I think we will find out. I think we will find out what's going on with Keith next issue. Yeah, I, I agree. hope. Um, Jordan Gilbert wrote us a little, little something, little, little thing. Uh, he says, "Hey guys, I know I sound like a broken record, but phenomenal issue again. I dug the shirt that Nathan was wearing. Maybe it will be a real shirt." I was surprised to see the faceless men make a move on the camp as quick as they did. After seeing the look on Keith's face, after that woman called him out, I can just tell that they are probably using his family to their advantage, and he's their puppet. I feel bad for the guy, and he's one of the reasons why I'm invested in the series as much as I am. I hope we get answers soon. Me too, Jordan. Yep. What shirt is he talking about? I want to go back in and I'm, I think I missed that. Uh, Whose shirt? Nathan's. He said he liked the shirt that Nathan. Oh, liked. this one right oh, here. Oh, with the, the yeah, symbol that is pretty on cool. it. That is cool. That is going to be for sale in the Skybound store. I'm calling it. Probably. With a, with like a, the logo on the yeah. back back of the shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. that is cool. Like that company shirt. Yeah. You know, with the logo. I'd like that. Cool. Um, other than, I mean, we kind of already talked about what we expect to see in next issue and our hopes and stuff. So is there anything otherwise Oblivion Song related? Uh, podcast related. Uh, Mike will be taking, um, Bill's place from now on. We're, we're, we're firing no, Bill. Bill. We're firing him. And this is, we're not even going to tell him. Bill. We're just going to wait for him to listen to this episode. Bill, you're fired. <laughs> He'll ask when we're recording. We'll just not answer him. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Thank you for coming, Mike. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, one other thing I wanted to talk about. So are, are, are we done with Oblivion Song? Yeah, I think so. I kind of want to go back to what we're listening to, what we're reading, and what we're... Yeah. Because I'm re- I, as everyone, everyone knows, I'm a big Batman fan. And we were talking about like what to expect, you know, like for Mike to come and, and join us today. 
Um, and he mentioned, he asked me if I was reading Batman and I was way behind and I'm like, Oh, you know, maybe I'll binge it. And literally all day today, I've been binging Batman, like at work and you know, like Jeez. I went to see my How dad. How many issues behind were you? Five. So oh, it wasn't, okay. it's not like a binge. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say, you, no, 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 you no, gave no. up on walking, catching up no, on no, no, Walking No, 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 that's not like That's a, a bigger binge. No, no, no. Right. But I read five issues today and I completely forgot to talk about it. So, uh, yes, um, your thoughts on, on Tom King's, Tom King's run Batman? on Batman. I'm going to start by saying I am a Tom King fan. I loved The Vision. I loved Mr. Miracle. Mm-hmm. I've stood in line yeah, at it. Fan Expo. I loved Vision. Yeah. Vision was so good. I've had him sign copies of books. I had him do a sketch on yeah. Batman number yeah, 50, the cool. wedding issue, in which he drew beautiful stick figures of Batman <laughs> and Catwoman <laughs> getting married. I love that he does that, too. The, so yeah. the Batman versus Elmer Fudd. He would always draw on that, like something different, like make yeah. different faces on Batman. It's so good. I love it. And even when you meet him, he is he's great to yeah, talk guy. to. Like nice he takes guy. a minute with you. He's a great guy. I think he definitely played the long game with his Batman plot because I think he was originally issued 100 uh, issues. He, uh, issues of the book. Mm-hmm. And um, he played the long game. Mm-hmm. Real long, yeah, and I think that could have probably now that we know that it is uh, the um, the alternate dimension version of Bruce's father, uh, kind of controlling everything via Bane. I like how some things it, it's you're playing the long game for a very long run payoff um, because even in this last issue, issue seventy four that just came out this week, they're talking about that story that. Bruce would get red, and that goes back to an issue like 20 yeah. issues ago. Yeah. Like way back. Yeah. In which I think it was Bane and Bruce were both having that story read to them as children, or they both had. I could be wrong about hmm. that because it was so long ago. Yeah. It might have been before the wedding, even. I, I, um, I probably I forgot issue. that, honestly, because yeah, I did that, not retain. Yeah. Yeah. But, that um, story with the fox and the rabbit and yeah. all that stuff, that was something that happened. That, that Which would have been like two years ago. Yes. So, it was a long time ago. Um, 100% agree with you. I'm, I loved Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder's run of Batman. Yep. Like I, I, I was just, I was telling you, like I kind of forced Ryan into reading like Court of Owls and, and all that. Like it's, it, I love, I love, I love this whole run. Tom King cook took over. I like, like you said, I like him. I like what he does. Um, and when he's good, oh my gosh, he's so good. But a lot of it is like that lull that we're talking about where it's just like yeah. waiting for the punchline. And however, I will say that this most recent run, the one that I just caught up on, like you brought up uh, Thomas Wayne. Yeah. I've always loved the idea of Earth 2, like Thomas Wayne yes. being actual Batman and Bruce Wayne yes. actually dying and his um, Martha Wayne actually becoming the Joker. Like, yeah. oh, I love that story and I love that character. And well, Especially like as Invincible fans, we're, we love yeah. alternate dimensions and alternate reality. Family. Yes. Um, I love that Thomas Wayne is doing it all. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Uh, if you haven't read it, I would read at least the, the newest arc. Um, because I, I, I will you say you can probably part, just read it. like the last six issues. Yeah. Just know the wedding didn't work out, and just read yeah, the last six maybe issues. I will. Maybe I will. I will say the not the most recent issue, but the issue before that, with it's just um, Bruce Wayne and Thomas Wayne in the desert the whole time, yeah. just talking, is one of the best single issues of Batman I've read in a very long time. The dialogue I is great. Loved yes. it. I yeah. loved it. Oh. Like him saying, like the reason why I liked 
that story when I was a kid is because I always hoped that it would change. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But, and they're yeah. talking about the animals being in a pit and they're actually physically going, the going yeah. into a pit. Yeah. It, Tom King gets deep, man. One he thing I will deep. say about Tom King's Batman is I feel like Tom King's Batman is a lot more real of a person than oh, other yeah. people that write him. Like a lot of a lot of people that write Batman, they feel obligated to make him very serious and stoic yes. the whole time. But like Tom King's Batman is not afraid to like scream at you or like go off or like, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 or like show emotion. And I he like that Batman. about Tom King. Yeah. He broke Batman, yeah. which it's ballsy. So yeah. I got to give him. So he's crying. And like, yeah. I will say that I like I like his version of Batman's personality. So, so. indeed, anything else you guys want to talk about? No, I think we're good. Thank okay. you very much for having me. Oh yeah, yeah. thanks for filling in uh, filling in for Bill and being our first guest ever. All right, right. We'll go down in Oblivion podcast history. There we Oblivion go. Song podcast history. All right, I think we're we're good. Uh, the next Ooh. hold hold please. I'm hold, not prepared. Holding, holding. the. The next, oh, the next issue. issue will be coming out on. I believe in you. August 14th, which yep. means that our next episode will be August 16th. 16th. Yes. So keep an eye out for that. It's going to be a good one. The ending of a trade. I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Cool. It's be nuts. All right. Bye. Okay. See Bye. Ya.